Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. Here's the brand new open to the John and Lance Show. I walk in and I hear, eh, eh. Man, that's good. Listen to me, there is something that I must do. It's the tackling thing. I know, I know. It's the tackling thing. I know. I feel like I'm more like Jesus than you think. Listen to me, there is something that I must do. You will be released from prison. Released from prison. Am I supposed to stop? Am I supposed to stop a single father from feeding his small children? He was underneath. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Listen to me, there is something that I must do. Before you say another word, Javert. Before you chain me up like a slave again. Listen to me, there is something I must do. This woman leaves behind a suffering child. There is none but me who can intercede. In mercy's name, three days of all I need. Then I'll return. I pledge my word. Then I'll return. We must think we mad. <laughs> That's the best open ever. Alright. If y'all ain't pumped for Blame Miz open, okay, then I don't know what's wrong with you. Okay? I don't know why you listen to this show. Late Miz. That's the original guy right there. That's I, I saw him the first time I saw uh, Late Miz. That guy. That guy is like the. Yeah, his name is Daryl. Daryl? It's not Daryl Grayson. It's not Daryl Grayson. Mm-hmm. He's from South Carolina. <laughs> pretty sure he's from London, but okay. A story out. Now, the, the Rockets, I mean, this sucks that they're not playing this week. I know. I'm like, can the Rockets play again? Please. Let's keep this hot streak going. Four days off. Uh, then they play Friday, Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday. I mean, what are, what are you doing, They're trying to cool us down and then overload yeah. us with games. I see the league trying so to. So, a couple of stories. I don't know. Who puts up power rankings? The Rockets have moved up the power rankings, too. Right. What number? Um, ten, eight, gone. Yo. Yeah, they went from eight? at the bottom to eight, but they are still. How about this? They are still plus thirty thousand at SI Sportsbook. Yeah, to win the NBA championship. Yeah, which is the worst in the league. They're still lowest in the league. You sure it wasn't the opening line? They can't still no. Be there. SI Sportsbook provides some of them, and they are showing the Rockets the ultimate disrespect. Houston has the single worst odds to who's, win the who's NBA SI Finals. Sportsbook? S Sports Illustrated. I There's no. They, do they have a real sportsbook? I guess they do. Or is this their? Yeah. Well, obviously we don't pay attention to them. Right. I'll give you their real odds. If you so want. Houston is also they're behind the likes of San Antonio plus twenty thousand, the Wizards plus ten thousand, the Pelicans plus five thousand. Let me look. All right. I'll look at what. Uh, this NFL computer won't let They're me. also... Okay, here it is. BetMGM, November... This is as of... This is as of... Uh, 
No, this is final odds. So this is before the yeah. season started. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to find updated. Well, this is what this says, okay? SI, SI Sportsbook. Who you ever heard of that? I have not. Nor have I. Sports Illustrated's got a real sports book. Come I, on. No. I, well, I, all I know is they're getting disrespected here. There's another story out there that, it's, that is, here's the headline. Free agent misses have been blessings in disguise for the Rockets. Mm. Not just James. Brooke Lopez, too. Brooke Lopez. Yeah. So if Brooke Lopez was here, how much less time would Alpern Shingun get right now? A lot less. I think so. I think they were, you know, they, you they were looking for Brooke Lopez's defense, his rebounding. They wanted to solidify that. They wanted to get away from as much Alpi because Alpi, you know, defensively, they were really down on Alpi in, uh, last offseason. Al- Thank God Brooke Lopez isn't here. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is uh, Brooke Lopez at the last minute. The Rockets had a deal with Brooke Lopez, and at the last minute, he decided to stay in Milwaukee. So, so lucky because for so many reasons. Now, I don't think the Rockets believe that Shingun was, um, would try enough on defense, that he was mature enough, things like that. But those two things seem to be coming together. Imagine that, a young guy with some structure around him and things are starting to come together a little bit. This is what this is what concerns me a little bit about Rafael Stone. I think Rafael Stone is pretty good at identifying talent, obviously. I mean, he was a guy who loved Alperen Shingun. That was Rafael Stone, yep. who I remember talking to him, and he was like, this is the guy. We had to hold our ground and not panic and trade up because we couldn't. We were so excited. That's Alperen, That's Rafael Stone isolating Alperen Shingun as, as a guy they had to have. With that said... I don't think he's. I don't know that he's had, uh, and I'm not sure he's experienced enough, and has the background to recognize how important certain elements like having veteran leaders were, um, um, understanding chemistry in a locker room, understanding. You know, he went with some things that were. Uh, there was there was talk with that that story came out that he would interrupt Stephen Silas and practice and talk about basketball stuff like that's crazy. Yeah, for that for that. To he ain't be doing that anymore. No, no, no. It's not doing it anymore. <laughs> and I think that. You know, the idea that Alperin Shingun, you know, you couldn't, we, we're not privy to all this stuff, so they know more than we do, but we would sit here and talk about the fact that, man, this thing should be going through Shingun a lot more. Shingun is a special. I, I said last year, Shingun is more, I watched Olajuwon his first game at U of H. I've seen all a dream for my whole life. Shingun is more skilled at this time of his career than Olajuwon was. He's not a, he's not physically more talented. But from a skill level, he's already got left-hand jump hook, right jump hook. He's got a one-foot Dirk fadeaway he's incorporated. He's, he got baseline, high post. he's got baseline spin. He can take you off the dribble off high post. Yeah. These are all things Dream used to do other than the one. Well, and Dream even had a one-foot fadeaway too. So um, it was more just a fadeaway. Alpern has all that stuff. So if you know he's got that offensively, then work on what you need to to get well, him right Well, but Dream right was so much more talented defensively, though. Well, yeah, because he was an explosive yes, athlete. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, he could get to – he was an explosive that's, leaper. That's the problem with him defensively is he's not but, as athletic. But you can But, still, man, his effort right now is – But painful. you know what? For Alperin Shingun, put bodies on people, understand angles. Your help side defense can be better. It can still be better. There's a lot of things he can do better. Getting on the floor three times after the ball in, in their last win against – no, 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 the one before Denver. Who was it before Denver? Uh, Charlotte. Yeah. No. Oh, oh no, that was one uh, Sacramento. No, wasn't? it was the Pelicans. Yeah, the Pelicans in that tight game yep. that they came from behind on. Yep. That showed me a willingness, like a will to win. And if you got a will to win, then you got a will to rebound. You got a will to play defense better. So that's not really 
his will to do things like that, that doesn't really bother me. So why did the Rockets not see this? Yeah. How, why were the Rockets trying to get spend that much money on Brooke Lopez? Why, why, like, why were the Rockets not? I don't know. I, I just wonder, do the Rockets recognize certain, as an organization, recognize certain, or are they just figuring things out as we go a little bit? And that's not, I mean, I'm not, I'm not slamming them. It just seems like Udoka, they wanted to bring back James Harden. I mean, the Clippers are 0-5 with Harden. He's been bad. Frankly, and you probably think, I thought you had to be blind to how you build a team to bring James back. No. I thought it was a disastrous potential approach. How did they think that that was a good idea? I don't under... That really concerns me a little bit. Yeah. No, well, he may just change that. Said, no, shut it down. No, we're not doing that, period. He's the anti-Eme Adoka player. He's the exact opposite of what we're watching right now, and that's awesome. That's awesome that we're watching something the exact opposite of what James Harden represents in the NBA. 812, we didn't play the Mark Martz thing. We'll do that on the other side. Mike Martz had some really great comments about CJ. We will. There are a couple of things in there that I thought, uh, slow down a little bit. Yeah. But um, you got to talk about underdog right now. I'll talk about underdog. And, you know, some of the teams we're talking about right now, our pro football teams, they were underdogs headed in. And now we can watch them in basketball. What a great time to play underdogs pick them challenge during the basketball season because you have so many more stats to look at. They have a lot of times they'll do points, rebounds, assists. They do points, rebounds, assists combined. They'll do three-point shots made. There's so many different statistics that they have for every single player in every single game. And so what are you doing? Well, what you have to do is you pick higher or lower than the statistic they put out there. They'll put a number. You say if it's going to go higher or lower, Go cherry pick, man. Go do your work on these games and find one. You can find a soft spot somewhere, and you go higher or lower. And before you know it, if you have between two and five players that you pick, you are going to have a chance to win big money, up to 20 times your money if you pick all five correctly. You may want to just play where you have uh, you know, insurance. There's an insurance feature that they have where it, the payoff is less, but you don't have to win every single game. Go check it out for yourself. Download the app at the App Store or go to underdogfantasy.com. Use my promo code Lance. They're going to match up to $100 of your first deposit, minimum deposit of $10. But you also have a special mystery pick live in the lobby of your Pick'em Challenge. So whether it's Daily Fantasy or your Pick'em Challenge, they are ready for you. It's real money. It's completely legal here in the state of Texas, and they are waiting for you to jump on and jump into the fun must be 18 or older and present in the state where underdog fantasy operates terms and conditions apply. If you believe you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or go to ncpgambling.org. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Dude. Have you paid your dues, Jack? Yes, sir. The check is in the mail. Currently, in the Veritex Community Bank Studios, one is a renowned forensic blood splatter expert. The other, an appointed master of haberdashery. It's John and Lance. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. I mean, you talk about the hyperbole about C.J. Stroud right now. It is it is out of control, actually. Is it hyperbole? Uh... Well, I mean, I'm seeing him at the top of the power rankings for quarterbacks in the NFL right now. It's a little premature for that kind of stuff. Oh, if we just go by performance and we take names off the back of jerseys. Um, it's clout, Chasey. 
CJ Stroud is a name that it's, gets you a little attention if you talk about him right now. People, everyone's doing it. Yeah. So why why not go above and beyond and say say things a little outland a little outlandish? Well, no one is going to rank him as okay. Well, so I, based on CJ Stroud never played football before this year in the NFL. So all you can go by is what he's done this year, and that's what every so who is CBS out, Sports. Week That's, 10, grading tr- next generation QBs. CJ1, Brock Purdy 2, uh, Sam Howell, Aiden O'Connell. That's for the week. Yeah. Uh, or are those rookies? And these are players no. who played less than two years. Sounds yes, like it. Okay. Next, next so generation. let me ask you, who uh, just, just completely objectively, um, I don't believe CJ Stroud is the best quarterback in the league, but based on 2024, we ha- or 2023, we've had this conversation about the MVP stuff before. Right. We already know that you're not going to you're not going to you the history of Pat Mahomes, the recent history of Jalen Hurts. There's nothing C.J. Stroud can do about that. He didn't play. He didn't play then. This year, who is playing better than C.J. Stroud? Now, C.J. has thrown some stinkers in three of his games were not good. The Ravens or were not. There wasn't a lot of stats. And yet he still remember now he had three games where he was less than 200 yards passing and he still leads the league in passing yards per game. Yeah. So he had like 350 against the Colts. He's had 450, another 350. Um, or was it 470 he had, right? What did he have? He had 470 against Tampa. He had five, five touchdowns. What was it? It's 470 yards and five touchdowns. The last two games, he's thrown for like the last four. He's thrown 470 over and 356. Yeah, he's thrown for 820 yards the last <laughs> two games. 826 yards the last two games. But only one touchdown? Um, yes, last game. Last game, yeah. He's six and one in his last two games. Okay, so who is playing better quarterback in twenty twenty three than CJ Stroud right now? If you're doing power rankings, you can't. Once again, if it's just based on how they're playing this season, and you don't get a bump for what you are historically, he's playing uh, better than Pat Mahomes. But yeah, he's playing better than Josh Allen, better than Joe Burrow, better than Lamar Jackson. But to put him who's as, the guy is the power? Yeah. But to put him as better than those guys, and I, I'm just worried about putting him into a tier that he that he into a stratosphere that it's it's just he won't be able to maintain. How many? I, Super- I, 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 I kind of have the same fear that the caller earlier did. Okay, I want to ask you a question. How many Super Bowl rings do you have? I have zero. How many does Mike Martz have? Mike Martz has two. Okay, as a, a coordinator and then a head coach. Yes, one is a head coach. Right. Uh, as a head see, coach, when did Mike Marsh? No, no, no he was Bowl? just a coordinator because he was under. Yeah, not as a head coach, he was just a coordinator under. Uh, he made it to the Super Bowl and then got shut down by Bill Belichick. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. He got one. He's got one. He's one got one. Super Bowl. He still has one, and he's a, he's an offensive genius. He knows a little bit more he about started offensive the greatest, play calling than I do. He a started little. the greatest show on turf. Yes, he started it. And so he knows a little something about quarterbacks. Let's listen to Mike Martz on 33rd team. They have their weekly conference call. I get invited. I never go. It's a Zoom, and I should because there's great football people talking every single week. It's unbelievable. And here's Mike Martz. They, too busy and then there'll be great, great football people, and then you. I know. I just right. get to listen. So what, are you, what are you too busy doing? And, and, I don't know. And what? Just stuff. Stuff. Well, hey. now, I'm do, now I'm like working, but before, I don't know what my yeah, excuse was before. Yeah, what were you doing? Before. I don't know. I just would forget. Looking at fights on your on Twitter. What are you looking at? Yeah, yeah. I get in. Well, looking at fights on Twitter. Mary Elizabeth at, Winstead photo galleries. Fights? What do you? Yeah. Well, my new thing is looking at these Mexican actresses from the show The Inmate that I'm watching. I'm like, 
what's, what's this girl been in before? <laughs> but, okay, but let's um, hear Mike Martz Yeah, instead. Oh, yeah. You okay. can't pull me off the I'd, track like You know, that, it know. would be more interesting to find out which women he, he's looking at. <laughs> no, but, but fine, let's hear from Mike Martz. Let's hear Mark And just evaluating everything that you evaluate a quarterback over, I, I've never seen anything like him. Not Brady, not not anybody. I've never seen anybody like C.J. Stroud. Um, I mean, I coached for 40 years and retired here a little bit. And through my time in football, I've never seen a, a rookie quarterback play at this level. Had this kind of control to stand there and the, his courage, he waits and waits and waits and, and will stand in and make throws when other guys are going to panic and get out of there. Or, and then he, the throws he makes. I mean, you that little pivot play he makes where he, he does a bootleg, goes up, spins around, comes back, and then just throws a heat-seeking missile to a guy down the field. I mean, he just has such awareness, and he's just so cool. And then his, his just his skill level is just – to off the charts, quickness of delivery, accuracy, arm strength, uh, all the chains up. He lays one in there down the sideline. They'll throw a shot in there. He's got he's got everything. He does everything. Modest, humble guys love him. I mean, he's when you sit down on paper and say this is what you're like in a quarterback. I mean, that's that's who he is. He's at his best when things are at their worst. You know, he's at his best under pressure. He just doesn't blink. I just, like I said, for a young guy to play like this, I'm just dumbfounded. I mean, they've done a terrific job with, with this quarterback because they started off very careful with him. I mean, he wasn't thrown for a lot of yards for the first five games of the season or whatever. I mean, under 200, but accurate. They just were breaking him into things. They didn't want to expose him. What you want to do with a young guy like that? And they didn't have a really terrific supporting cast. So they're bringing those guys along too, right? So, <clears throat> Then they took the, the cuffs off and said, all right, buddy, you're ready to go. Let's go play. They just let him play. You know, first, second down, chunks down the field. You know? And he took off. And then he, the throws are so accurate. They hit the guys in full stride. I mean, you have to catch him. You got no choice. He had a receiver that most people don't even know who he is. He's got 170 yards today. And, and then Singletary, the, the running back, Shit, I don't know what he had, 140 yards rushing? So there's some great coaching. He said shoot. He said shoot? He said shoot. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's a, little, he's, he's a little inaccurate there. They didn't take the cuffs off him after he, he, five he, games. No. Actually, his really first two games were his most the most throws he had. He had 44 in game one against Baltimore, and he had 47 against Indi- Indianapolis in game two. Uh, and two touchdowns, two touchdowns, no interception. So they actually, they actually pulled him back a little bit from the first couple of games, and they were more effective that way. Against Jacksonville, he was twenty of thirty, sixteen of thirty against uh, the the Steelers, and then uh, against New Orleans, just thirteen of twenty seven. Carolina, maybe they pulled the, pulled it back a little bit too much, sixteen of twenty four. They couldn't remember, they couldn't run the ball, they couldn't do anything. That, that was a bad offensive game. Just a bad off. That was Bobby Slowick's worst game, but that uh, that they didn't listen. They've been riding this kid all season long, and they've ridden him to a five and four record. It uh, uh, he's not inaccurate in that he hasn't had much around him. He hadn't had until this week a running game at all, at all, nothing. And how are you as a rookie doing as much as C.J. Stroud is doing when you don't have any running game? That's well, I mean, we've seen 
I mean, Dan Marino did it without a running game, really. Uh, yeah, Peyton Manning there, did it, won a Super Manning Bowl has, with the there, Warriors. There have been guys. You no, get, no, no, as a rookie. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. That's hard. The lack of turnovers is pretty pretty staggering because usually you're, you're going to get fooled by defenses. And, it, you know, it may come back down to earth a little bit for C.J. Stroud, but i got to be honest. This is – look, I, I, I didn't love a lot of what I saw from him last year on the tape. I just thought, you know – it's solid, but no reason to think that he was going to, you know, shine well above any other Ohio State quarterback could come out or any other quarterbacks really that, you know, from some of these classes that have been kind of celebrated and then disappointed. And then, and then I saw the Georgia game and I was just like, man. And then I turned the tape on and it just didn't look the same as the rest of the tape. He just, it's almost like he became a different person somewhere. And I don't know where it happened. But if you think about it, this is why sometimes you have to grade those flashes. This is who he, the Georgia game is what he looks like now. He may just have a, a fundamental change. Tom Brady played football at Michigan, but no one thought Tom Brady had any kind of whatever. Joe Brady's 2018 was definitely nothing special at all. And then 19, he had the greatest season I've ever seen for a college quarterback. Like sometimes something clicks yeah. and you're just different. And I think CJ Stroud always had great accuracy, always had talent, but something clicked where he wasn't. He looked le- like he looked less nervous in the pocket. He was willing to get outside of the pocket against Georgia. He be- beat the brakes off Georgia, and that's Georgia. That's the best there is. So if you can do that against the best there is in college, then then why can't you make that step in the pros? So that was the hope is that he would do that. Now in watching him play, what Mike March? Yeah, Mike March sounds a little hyperbolic. I'll grant you that that he's never seen anything like this or whatever the case may be. But C.J. Stroud is is. See, any time that you have great poise and great accuracy and you don't get bogged down mentally, which I think this offense really helps you speed up your process, you can be a really good quarterback. Mm -hmm. Great poise and great accuracy are the starting points for Tom Brady, Drew Brees, so many of the quarterbacks that are out there. I didn't even think Peyton Manning was all that poised, to be honest with you. A lot of times Peyton Manning looked like he would speed things up. Well, it's rookie year especially. But Joe Bray, I mean, but Joe Burrow, poise and accuracy, yep, yep, yep. and that's that's what you that that's the secret ingredients, poise and accuracy. It's your boy, get your boys, Michael Connor. Okay, what do you say this time. Okay, he's got the Ian Rappaport story about Deshaun Watson suffering a season-ending sh- uh, shoulder surgery yeah. injury. Texans dodge such a bullet. We stay blessed. We're blessed because Deshaun Watson is is injured and and, and he's going to lose his season and possibly. You know, a lot of the faith that people have put in him. Tell me where the lies were. Okay. That's our draft That's pick. not, we're, we're That's not our blessed draft pick. because Deshaun Watson is done for the season. Why? Are you worried about P.J. Walker winning now? Well. I'm not worried about, no. We're not blessed because of others of, mis, of misfortune. You we're don't not? take pleasure in other people's misfortune. Yes, we do. No, we don't. Yes, we do. Not You're, that's, that's unchristian like. It's by the not way. even shot and blessed. Floyd. It's obvious for blessed. Life. We're not going to bring God into this. It's okay? a blessing every time He's gone. It's not a blessing. No, it's not. It, every game it, that suggests that well, God. Hold on a second. Every game they lose is a blessing. That's the suggestion that God played a part in this. Yeah. Are you saying that God made this happen? Yeah. And by the way, did he smite Deshaun for some of his behavior? And by the way, are you speculating on what God does or doesn't do? That leaves him at home more time for masseuse. I mean, let's let's, care about all that. Pray for that. I just care about you. Don't care about. Oh, he's not an ally. You heard what he said. Care about my draft pick. You heard what he said. I don't care about all that. You suggested that Deshaun may victimize others, and he said, "I don't care about." I don't think he will. He learned number one. 
It was not proven that he did, although I have my opinions. Uh-huh. And number two, I think that he probably learned his lesson. That's oh, not what he? you said before. Mm. You said, I don't care about you all that. I don't care about that. Okay. Are you, though? Yeah, Let me not. just tell you this. I talked to you. First yeah. and foremost, Dell, I care about the city of Houston. Are you, though? Yeah. So okay. I talk number to, one thing is caring well, about pray for Cleveland masseuses. Okay. I talked to the woman behind that sounder because she was in San Diego for the NWSL final and she would not be proud of no, you for no what you just said. No. No what did I say that I'm happy? Not, no, there's no schnitzels that are proud of him now. I'm happy Deshaun is out so we get a better draft pick. I mean, no. I guess you BK don't walk the one games. They're six. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's seven. They're, they're six, six and three, three right yeah. now because. P.J. Walker got them two of those dubs. And their defense. Their defense. Yeah, yeah, they're their defense. Their defense. Maybe even. All right, we got to break it. We got to break it. We got to break it. Michael, Michael Connor We got to give away. Let's give away. Blessings. UH. What? He said, tell Granado to just embrace our blessings. Uh, by the way, Michael Connor also told me you called him in the bathroom and said, I'm calling you from the Esser. So don't don't oh, back God. Michael Connor too gross. much. You when called him that? from the bathroom? He said, and he used the Esser term. I can't say oh, it. But hey, I'm calling you from the Esser. When did I do that? The, the bleeper? Ble- the bleeper, yeah. He called him from the shipper? I'd own it if I remembered it. I he don't said you that. did. Okay. You let's break, to... and let, we'll give away UH tickets on the other side. How about that? Will Lance be able will be quiet enough for us to do I'm that? I'm not sure that we can, but right now he's going to talk about Craig DeSurf. I'll talk about Craig DeSurf. I'll do that all day, every day. Because Craig DeSurf is someone who wants to make sure that you're happy in your car buying experience. There's a lot of people who, uh, a lot of dealerships, especially here in the city of Houston, where the bottom line is they just want to make the money that they're going to make. They want to sell a certain amount of cars. It's it, You're one of the numbers that they're going to deal with, not at Gulf Coast, Chevy, Buick, GMC, and Angleton. That's not the way they do business. It never has been the way that Craig DeSurf does business. It's never been the way that, that Rick Drenner and, this, and the people who have worked with them for years and years have done business. There's not much turnover over there because they all understand the deal and they're all on board with it. Not going to be hassling and hustling the the, uh, the car buyer, it's your car buying experience. They want you to be happy. And what does happiness mean for you? Well, it means getting the, the payments that you're looking for on your car. It means getting a trade-in value. It means finding the right uh, a type of SUV or pickup truck that ma- matches what you're looking for, not what they're trying to sell you. All that matters. And, of course, service that is above and beyond, whether it's driving your vehicle into Houston to drop it off for you. Um, they do everything. Gulf Coast, Chevy, Buick, GMC. Big red tag sale going on right now on a lot of pickup trucks they have in stock. So go to LanceZCars.com. You can see those red red tag sale vehicles right now at LanceZCars.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. We're your daddy. Well, I feel like I'm your daddy. You're not my daddy. No, 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 no I'm your daddy. You ain't my daddy, boy. Yes, yeah, I am. Maybe no, you're not, not our daddy. daddy. I am your daddy. Not a daddy. Back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Lance and John. Scratch that. Reverse it. Welcome back. We got a chance, or I'm going to give you a chance to get some tickets. U of H has their final home game of the season against Oklahoma State. Got a chance to still be bowl eligible. We heard from Dana Hogerson yesterday. You can hear that on the podcast, the John Lance Show. But this Saturday, final home game of the regular season, and they will be saluting their seniors. Join them for a night of thrilling plays, unforgettable moments, and a celebration dedicated to their senior athletes. Don't miss out on all the excitement. Tickets start at just $15. Go to uhcoolers.com slash tickets or call 713-GO-COOGS. You can do that now to get your tickets. Come early, be loud, wear 
red. So caller five at 840 wins a pair of tickets to see the Cougs versus Oklahoma State in their final regular season game of the season where they will salute their seniors. Mm. Uh, get out out there. Now, make sure that you go to the game. If you're going to get the tickets, go to the game, right? Let's not let's not waste the tickets. Let's go. Get out out there. Enjoy the game. This is the last game of the season. Great entertainment. Great fun. Great uh, affordability. I mean, it's a it's a great bargain if you're going to go see you're going to see big time football and you're going to do it for an unbelievable unbelievably low price. So you can't get into you can't get into pro, pro sports events like this with this for this amount of money. So uh, take advantage while it lasts, and it's the last one, last one of the year. And uh, there was a discussion with Jeremy Branham last night on his radio show. That did you see Central Florida's uniforms? They're doing uh, they're doing the space uniforms. They and have one every year. It's a different iteration, yeah, a, but this they do one it every is year. A different. This one's a this well, one's the one, actually it, it's similar to the one we wore. Well, people thought they were. They also oh, look yeah, like Tulane blue. a little bit yeah. too. Um, but they, they do wore it last week. Yeah, yeah, they were last week saying. against Oklahoma State and destroyed them. Yeah, they do it every year. This one was um, light blue as opposed to sometimes they have a darker color. But, yeah, it's part of their – I don't know if they'll rebrand as these – whatever they want to call themselves, but, you know, Orlando Space, uh, Kennedy Space Center, they do stuff yeah. like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was a question about whether – wait a minute, we're Space City. But that's where they actually launched from. Well, when they still did stuff like that. Yeah, when that was still a thing. But yes. it's not a, it's not a thing anymore. I guess now we're not doing it. So anymore. someone was was upset by that. No, Dana was like, "Hey, where the spe- hey, what's this stuff that they're doing here?" It's hey, hey they Dana, can't take it. They're 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 appropriate. Dana, they've been in your league. They were in your league in the AAC and in this league. They've been doing it for years. It's not that ain't new. Yeah. It just so happened that they kicked Oklahoma State's ass doing it, so people paid attention. They they looked good. Uh, they looked real good. Plumley is a good player. He's a uh, he's a good quarterback, and they just destroyed Oklahoma State. So hopefully Oklahoma State comes in here uh, with much the same the, the the same abilities that they had last week. Uh, although I'm sure that they can play better. I mean, they're a team that outplayed Oklahoma and then get the breaks. But UCF is actually a pretty good offensive team. I thought that was I thought that was a very live underdog UCF at home. They got a good offensive line. They've got a good coach and Gus Malzahn. And they got a quarterback who's a dual threat quarterback that can be a problem. And man, they just they got to just snowballed out of control once it once they got a fourteen nothing. It was yeah, over. It was over. Yep. Um, Deion Sanders not interested in talking about replacing Jimbo Fisher at Texas A and M. He was asked about it. So was Dabo. Dabo's like, oh, must be November. Must be November. I'm I'm getting what asked do you about expect? jobs. They're going to ask, and they none of them can give. Dan Lanning was asked. Dan Lanning gave, not about A&M specifically, but he was asking. He gave an answer. He sounded more resolved to stay at the program. Dion had a, his quote was, I'm here, my wife's here, or no, I'm here, my sons are here, my daughter's here. Mm -hmm. It was something. And then I do believe that Dion probably will stay until his sons are gone. And... Shador could be gone this year. Shiloh Sanders doesn't go for another couple of years. So I do think Deion Sanders is is probably you're pretty safe keeping him at Colorado. I think he how often do you get a chance to coach your kids in college? Yeah. I mean, unless you're, you know, uh, Brent Venables. Or Dabo. Or Dabo. Or Mike but, Gundy. Yeah. And they go. Yeah, but they, he coached they didn't them for leave. a game. 
Yeah, but they get to hang around each other at practice. Yeah, that's not fun. Or you can be at Clemson, and the DC will make you a starting safety on a national title contender. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I think I think Dion will stay there. I do think, you know, Lanning has everything you could want at Oregon, and so I don't. I think it's going to be harder to get him out of there than people think by just well, they had all that oil money at A and M. They could just trust me. Phil Knight has Nike money. Nike money is just fine. It matches oil money. He's not, that he's said, not get nobody spends with. more on there. No one brings in more than Texas and Texas A and M. Period. I what mean, do you mean I, brings in that, it, for the program. They're, they're the two largest um, money making machines. Or yeah. uh, no, not only money. Yeah, I mean, in, including what Nike gives to or. But what difference does it make? How many national championships? Are yeah, right. right. I mean, no, no. Well, well, here's I mean, the, the thing too. Though, do, you, do you want to play in? If you're Oregon, do you want to play in the Big Ten or do you want to play in the SEC? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know that it matters to Dan Lanning. I don't honestly. know. I don't he know may say, either. no, I was in the SEC. It's a lot harder in the SEC than the Big Ten. Yeah. What do you have to fade in the Big Ten? Ohio State, Michigan, and a bunch of just maybe flare-ups from Wisconsin and Penn State. Yeah. <laughs> Michigan State, maybe a flare-up. Uh, that wouldn't... And Washington. Well, yeah. Well, that's that's the, the your your toughest flare up may be dealing with other teams from the Pac ten coming over. Uh but no, I I think that uh I don't I think Dan Landing for him it's gonna be about I mean he could go to AM. If I'm a if I'm A M he's the first call I'm making. because I believe he's special. I think he's up there with Kirby Smart in terms of a guy who really gets it. Uh, he's a younger guy, knows how to recruit and really gets how to get guys up for games. Um but and he's a good defensive mind, but at the same time, like I don't think A and M. I think whatever A and M can offer you, whatever the standard, the highest standards you have, Oregon can match those highest standards. Does A and M have more money or more billionaires or millionaires, or whatever? Yeah, probably so. But if I'm A and M, I'm making that call. I just don't know if you can. I don't know if you can just pull him out of Oregon. But Dion, I don't know if I would look. Dion's going to bring recruits in. So did Mike Sherman. Do you know how many recruit? Do you know how many mm. players Mike Sherman yeah. brought in that ended up becoming good NFL players? Mm-hmm. Especially Mike Lyman. Sherman, especially Lyman. Yeah. Mike. Now, granted, said said Abui and and Eric, uh, not Eric Fisher, but uh, Luke Jokel did not really live up to the hype in uh, in college, but they were in pros. But they were drafted. They were drafted high. Yeah, Mike. Uh, he's the one who drafted was who recruited. Did did someone recruit Mike uh, Evans, or was that Sherman? Uh, I think I think it was Sherman. I'm, I'm pretty sure he was I know there. Manziel was Sherman. <clears throat> yeah. Um, defensive players, Mike, guess what? Uh, Miles Garrett, Sherman. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't remember that. I don't remember who, I th- I'm pretty sure. Oh, he... no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Miles no, Garrett. Miles Garrett came out in like the, se- I don't, I don't, I don't know. Draft? I don't want to say, I don't know, but Johnny Manziel was a Sherman. He was there when somebody got there. Yeah, but Miles I'm, Garrett was a 2017 draft pick. He was a summer. Yeah, that was a summer guy, for uh, sure, yeah. Just because Chris, who won tickets last week, was also the fifth caller, we're going to have to do this again. I don't think you can't win back-to-back weeks for tickets. Chris, don't be a hog. Well, I told him. I, I, he didn't know the rule. But I, I just, it just, it was random and it happened. So we're going to do it. We're going to do caller five again at 8.50. And if you've won in the last month, don't call it. Yeah, that is it. You know that whole pigs get fed, hogs get slaughtered thing. Uh, pigs get slaughtered too, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
pigs get die fed, too. But then they get slaughtered too. Yeah, hogs get fed and slaughtered too. Everyone dies. That's yeah, what John yeah. is saying. Right, right, right. So, but Chris, but Chris, don't be a hog. Okay, don't hog up all the tickets. So yeah, we'll do it again at eight fifty. Caller five. How, how confident are you that Deion Sanders is going to end up being a good college coach? Scale of one to ten. I think he'll bring in recruits. Yeah. I, I don't, and and you know that's that's half the battle. But that I I, I got to be honest, some of the stuff he's done in year one, uh, it's caused me some concern. Yeah. I don't know if he's maybe learning on the go or if maybe his personality fundamentally, like you just don't say. I just think you don't say that stuff about your team. Yeah. Um, you're trying to build a culture there, and I get it that Dion just tells everybody you can get out. We're going to get out. We're going to go. We're going to get out. But I don't know. You you want to get guys? I, I've never really doubted that guys would be playing for Dion. But man, this has been a bad run. He's for, he's for a, no, but he's going to make him money, and that's going to be important to, to kids. He's a huge name. You can walk into any any living room he walks into. He's going to be. He's going to get players, whether or not he can. He outshines keep. all of his players. Do you think that's going to bother any players? No. Like he's the bigger, way bigger personality than. I mean, his son is the one that comes closest to it, um, Shador. Um, I think he'll be better when the nepotism's done. Maybe. I think uh, you know probably offensive linemen are thinking, this is you know I get that we're not playing great, but to do that, that's just because of Shador. Yeah. And I I don't know that that's that's great. I. I feel like he's going to be a good coach, but I don't think he's somebody like at A and M, for example. Just because a lot of people brought his name up, you can't. I don't think you can take that chance if you're Texas. I don't A&M. know how. Here's the deal: is you're you're really, really as good as your players, but also your assistant coaches. And you know, I don't know how good they are blowing a 29 point lead to Stanford. I don't know, you know, and especially when you 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 were more talented than Stanford was. You 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 should not do that. Um, I'm not not sure how he is behind the scenes with them. If they're going to stay with him because he is such a big personality, whether or not those assistant coaches can handle him, uh, you know, uh, there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of really good good guys and good coaches to work for. Not sure that Dion is that. Well, it depends on how he is behind the scenes. Right, like every coach knows quickly whether or not you're good to coach for. Right, right. All right, we got a break at someone three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Doc Linville is what we're talking about today. I got the uh, the hair thing from Doc Linville. I got I got my hair moved, and you can get your hair moved. And right now it's a I'm, I'm telling you, there's never been a better time as far as the money goes for it, 50 cents off on each neograft. The neografting is the best process that you have out there today. Uh, I did the cutting and the pacing, and that was so painful. It was so awful. I was supposed to speak for another company, and I just couldn't do it. I just said, I can't. I can't. I can't possibly endorse this because it was such an awful process. And then I went and got the neografting from Doc Linville, and it couldn't have been a better process. It was awesome. And if you're somebody that is looking for that kind of – well, you're looking for results. If you're going to do this thing and you're going to you know go through the process, you want it to work. And it's been working, and it's fantastic. And you, my friends, are going to benefit from the technology that Doc has. Also, if you're not ready for the neografting, you might do the PRP, where he it's basically just stimulating the growth. This is happening every single day. The doc ain't worried about the money, so he's giving you a big a big deal. And he's also going to tell you when you need PRP as opposed to neografting, just not not make you do the neografting and spend that money. So here's the deal. If you want to look into the process of getting hair, 975hair.com, 975hair.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, the only sports radio on FM in Houston.
back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios and your daily distraction from the horrific reality of your very existence. Man, I didn't know it was that bad. But hey, it's John and Lance. The big news this morning, Deshaun Watson out for the season. Season-ending shoulder surgery after his best half of the of his career with the Browns. And but he was playing on that and it was it was bad it was bad and he was able to I mean it must have been there must have been something up with it that Well he's had a shoulder injury and so did he did he re injure I it's breaking news. I have not seen did he re aggravate it at the end of the game because if not that is weird at least. At yeah. the very least weird that you go fourteen or fourteen and then you're having season ending surgery. Um also, this is a great time to travel from the standpoint of some of the prices you're going to get after Thanksgiving. If you're looking to fly and travel the, the world, maybe Deshaun just said, look, I got to take advantage of some of these prices. No, I don't think it's... And you, Black Friday's coming up where some of the flight hmm. opportunities and, and hotel opportunities for travel. Uh, somebody says you need to invest in Tiny Towels LLC. No. Apparently that stock is on the rise. No, we're not going to invest in Tiny Towels. Tiny L- t- it first, it's a limited liability corporation. Yeah. Once they become an S-Corp, we can talk. But I'm not going to do it for an LLC. Yeah, apparently apparently that's it. Their, their stock is going way up. Their stock's way- not going way up. <laughs> oh, Tiny, Tiny Towels. Uh, 713-780-3776. How many, how many games has Deshaun, will Deshaun have played for the, how many games of football has Deshaun played over the last three years? Over the last three years. Well, he didn't play at all three years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Zero games. Right. Then last year he played five, five, six, six. Mm-hmm. Okay. He played six that because he came back in week 11. That's right. He played six games last year. And now he's missed a couple, and they're six and three. He played seven this year? Six. Six. He's Twelve games in three years. Twelve games in three years. Yeah. He is. Now, they have a quarterback record as five and one this year. Hmm. I thought two wins came because of, I guess they're giving him a win, and one of them where well, P.J. Yeah, Walker had to come PJ in. Came in. But I think they were behind when P.J. came in. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He still got to start in a win. Well, did he go six innings? Did he go? He five didn't go innings? five innings. No, he didn't go five they innings. Give him they the don't, win. Yeah, but if he started the Why game, why don't we have quality starts for quarterbacks? Well, that'd be, that'd we be, should. Yeah. I'm going to invent that stat. So okay. just don't take in, don't take it, anyone. Uh, as a Brown, Deshaun's been pretty strong. Uh, he's played 12 total games with 14 touchdowns and nine interceptions. Hmm. If that's something that interests you, his yards per attempt are 6.5. Okay, down probably in the bottom. Eight of the league, um, thirty-seven sacks in twelve games, a little more than okay. you'd like. Three a game, okay. Mm-hmm. Eight and four is his win-loss record. Apparently, that's a hey. Eight and four gets you in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. If they're crediting him that win when PJ came in, and of course PJ wasn't. It wasn't like he lit it up. It's been the defense that's won. That that's why they're six and three. So Deshaun had one season-ending injury. Del, refresh my memory. Was it two ACLs? Was it an ACL in high school and one in college? I don't remember the high school one, but he tore his ACL in college in, I think, it's freshman year. And then, we know yeah. he's torn an ACL in his rookie year here, and now he's got a shoulder boo-boo that's going to hold him out. Let me look up my, right after the Astros won it all. 
I'm going to look at my um, draft profile because I think – so my point is he had the ACL in college. He had an ACL in the pro season ending. This is a season-ending shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, shoulder. And I'm trying to see if he had uh, – yeah, he had to have a surgery in high school also. Uh, he was a Gatorade player of the year, immediately showed he belonged, even though he had to have surgery on a torn ACL after the season. No, 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 that was the that was college. Yeah, that was college. Never mind. So I'm trying to see if weaknesses, if I have um, if I have any injury. Man, my, I had well, you, forever I to hope, get through. I hope the narrative, we begin a narrative on Deshaun about injury prone. Can't finish the year. Can't trust him because we got to start that narrative. Well, we know we can't trust him, but we got to start a new narrative on him. In, how can we? How can we think this guy's going to stay on the field? Let's go. He's injury prone. That's that's what we got to do, right? That's what we do. Well, the quarterbacks now. Seventeen and twenty three. That's not crazy to have two season ending injuries. The problem is you missed twenty. You haven't played the same since you missed twenty, and I'm sorry, twenty one. You haven't played the same since then. And if you're Cleveland. If you're Cleveland, are you are you looking at a – well, you don't have a first-round pick, so it doesn't matter. How quick is – how soon is Cleveland going to look at a quarterback? Wow. Wow. $230 million I know. Guaranteed, and I know. you want them to look for a quarterback? I'm asking, I'm asking do they yeah. think Deshaun's the one who's going to lead them? Do, are they getting what they paid well, for, no, what they bought? Obviously not getting what they paid for, but they can't give up on it now. What if they drafted a quarterback in like the second or third this year? I just they don't probably think should. I don't Who's think their it's backup? crazy. Their backup is P.J. Walker. They should draft the quarterback. Deshaun Watson has missed a bunch of time. It's not crazy it's not in crazy. a deep draft to draft a quarterback. No, it's absolutely not. Wow. That is and wow. You can, and look, and it's easy to, to sell. You say, look, we Deshaun has missed some time. This is a great quarterback draft. This has nothing to do with Deshaun Watson. You draft the quarterback in the third round, it's an easier sell. You draft him in the second round, uh, you know, it's a little tougher. It's a little tougher sell to the public, especially if that's your first pick of the draft, because I don't think you have a first rounder if you're Cleveland, because you obviously traded it to Houston. So, uh, But if I'm Cleveland, I mean, if you know you don't win a championship unless you have the right quarterback, I don't know anyone in Cleveland who thinks they have the right quarterback, but you're right. You made this move. This is Jimbo. This is the Jimbo Fisher contract. Yep. You gave Deshaun a Jimbo Fisher contract. When do you? I think Deshaun gets another year, and then they have to say, "Okay, we got to start figuring something out." I think Deshaun will get three years. The problem is, these three years are really just he had less than a half year last year, less than a half year this year, and then he gets next year. And and how is he going to come back? Now, listen, we're into the season now. How's his shoulder going to come back? Okay, how, how are we sure that he's going to be? The I same don't know. Guy? I don't know what yeah. the severity of the and the narrative is. around at least that was being put out through a tweet is that Deshaun wanted to come back. He wanted to get shot up and play, but doctors told him that one more hit and the shoulder would fall apart. So now he's out wow. for the year. Wow, wow. Well, it's not my concern. I just want those draft picks. Yeah, we that's heard, how I am. We heard you don't care about As all the a other human, stuff. He that's did. how I am. I want good draft picks. Yep. I right, break it here. Uh, you want good siding is what you want. I do. And all state windows and siding is a company I called. When it came time to have the siding on the side of my house done, uh, the vinyl siding was coming off. The hurricane did a number on that. My insurance company told me they would not 
renew my homeowner's insurance. And I don't know why they drove by my house. They said, hey, we noticed this. We're not going to renew your homeowner's insurance unless you, you know, or until you get this fixed. And so I called Allstate Windows. This is before I even spoke for these guys. And I, I called, and they got out there. They set me up on the schedule very quickly. And in one day, got it taken down, the, the, the siding on both sides of the home, got it taken down, put up brand-new hardy plank siding. And since that time, great. No issues. Looks great. There's no painting. There's no wood that degenerates. There's, that, that becomes dilapidated. Nothing. It's, it's, it's fantastic. And it's made my house look so much better as well. The siding can make your home look better. It can improve your energy uh, consumption. But I think it, it just takes – it's no fuss because something as durable and sturdy as Hardy Plank is going to stand up to the elements we have here in, in Houston, especially all the dampness and moisture that we get that does a real number on wood. Make sure to call my friends over at tech, at uh, allstatewindowsandsiding.com. They can do full window jobs and siding jobs for big discounts when you tell them you heard about it from ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. It's uh, allstatewindowsandsiding.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Everyone loves our chicken pot pie. Chicken pot, chicken pot, chicken pot pie.